before you kind of crack on with your kind of intercessory prayers or whatever, just to take a moment just to stop and to remind ourselves who we're praying to. So that kind of preparing yeah, to pray. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, the Lord's Prayer gives us a pattern of action yeah. there. It starts yeah. with our Father. Welcome to Independence, which is the FIC podcast. My name is Adrian Reynolds. I'm Head of National Ministries for the FIC. I'm here with Andy Gears. Hello, Hello Andy. Hi. Um, we're on the road. So if you're thinking, what's this um, salubrious location we're in, if you're watching, we're in the Word Alive Team Lounge. Um, yeah, lounge in the loosest sense there's a coffee there's a coffee <laughs> wherever safe is there's a coffee percolator over there but that's about it but this is where the team congregate we're sitting in um, well not quite in the corner but we're we're here to talk about um prayer and this is a leaders podcast and so we're really going to try and help leaders think about prayer which means helping christians think about prayer right yeah. now first of all you've got a nice prayer mate hoodie on there yeah. nice bit of advertising tell us who you are and also what's your connection to prayer mate yes so i'm andy gears and i um, I'm a software developer. I've, um, That's your primary identity, is it? <laughs> software developer. Well, I, I am a Christian. Okay, you're a Christian. That's a good start. Yep. And I'm also a husband to Elise, and we have three kids and two cats and some fish. Um, cats and fish. Yes, I see. You mean the cat has that sounds the fish like, like um, it's a bit of a lethal combination. How does that work in practice? <laughs> I, I don't know if the cats really know that the fish is there, but they do love the fish tank because it's got it's a nice warm spot. And, and you live in London. Are these house cats? Do they ever go out? They do. They, 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 they like to climb through the back windows with, with a collar on. Them, okay. Uh, okay. From time to time. So they are allowed out into the wide world occasionally. Yes. Right. Okay. And um, we've known each other quite a while. Mm. Um, I don't. I can't remember how long. <laughs> Um, I don't like to think. Um, I gave you a job. I think because I was impressed that you could um, write code at the same time as you were talking to me. <laughs> which I, I, you, were, you were like this, um, typing away. And I, I think I had a conversation with you once. I said, what are you doing? You said, I'm writing some code. <laughs> and um, that befuddles me at the best of times. But the fact that you were doing that while simultaneously having a conversation with me, I thought, I've got to give this man a job in, in IT <laughs> and did. And uh, so we've known each other a while. Yeah. And, uh, and just for full disclosure, the We'll come on and talk about prayer, mate. Um, this is all part of a charity called Discipleship Tech, and I'm involved with the board of that. Very privileged to be able to do that. So we're not here to talk about prayer, mate, per se, but it's part of your prayer story, isn't it? Just mm. In terms of your own kind of thinking about prayer, things that you found difficult. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, just to go a bit further back, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents uh, were always really big prayers. And uh, they prayed for me and my brothers and, uh, brother and sisters like every day. And uh, the thing that always used to really strike me was whenever we had visitors who were Christians and they would always pray with them and for them before they left. And um, uh, But I didn't have much of a sort of devotional prayer life myself. Um, I think the only time I really prayed was uh, during PE at school. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, we, we, we've... Um, turn my microphone up a little bit. We've got, we've got to explore this story, if you don't mind. It's not too traumatic and traumatising for you. PE at school, you prayed. Presumably, these were not prayers of praise. <laughs> no, PE, it's fair to say, was my least favourite subject at school. Okay. And the only subject where I genuinely feared for my life, I think. <laughs> quite, that's quite dramatic. <laughs> Running around the, the school field, I, I was genuinely convinced I was going to die, I think. And okay. So, if you pray, okay. dear God, please yes. save me. Is this a, is this a relationship with sport you've carried on into middle age <laughs> sorry you're, i'm allowed to call you middle age yeah, i don't know i think okay. officially probably yeah. um, um so this is a relationship with sport you've carried on yes the, the hilarious thing is my eldest son is now absolutely obsessed with football and it's okay just 
Okay. Wants to be playing football. The Lord has a sense of humour. He does. He really does. Um, but no, I. So prayer did not enjoy was it. coming. So so prayers were very heartfelt, but occasional. Yes, and okay. yeah, I think I remember praying. Like perhaps there was a girl I really liked. No, so they, when they really wanted something, I okay. perhaps would ask God. So maybe this is the moment when God steps in to help me out. That's yeah. kind of your relationship with prayer yeah. at that point. But I, I yeah. certainly wouldn't have any kind of proactive like discipline of doing it regularly. Okay. Okay. Until I went to university. And um, what changed then? So I'm, I think primarily I met some actual Christians who <laughs> okay. my own age. Yeah, yes, okay. And they loved Jesus and they loved talking about Jesus with, with our friends and they loved talking to Jesus uh, in prayer and they started these kind of regular prayer meetings uh, but also they sort of drew me into that and invited me to do a prayer triplet with a couple of them and um, yeah, really in many ways that, that was the time where my relationship with God really kind of became right, right. my own thing. And um, uh, yeah, so around that time I read A Call to Spiritual Reformation by Don Carson. Okay, yeah, yeah, Don Carson's book, yeah. yeah. And, uh, or at least uh, half of it. I recently... You read half of it, I came, yes. Well, I, yeah. came, I thought I'd read it all, but I came back to it recently and found my bookmark halfway through. And I okay, maybe, maybe, Andy, <laughs> uh, let me be, um, let me just be gracious here. Maybe you it was a bit you particularly liked yes, that you went back right. to. I'm maybe that's what it was. For later. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, yeah. Which are the prayers of Paul. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, it's a great, you know, really helpful book to that I read at that crucial point in my Christian journey but it, he talked about how he had this prayer folder basically of like a list of people he prayed for every day and then just lots of people's prayer letters that you would sort of cycle right. through over okay. time okay. Um, and I thought this sounded like a great idea so I went out to WH Smith and bought myself an A5 ring binder and uh, some you know pages with holes punched in them and um, I made a list of people I wanted to pray for every day um, who were gen- generally either people I was seeing every day like my my uni mates or like family members like my sure, parents and, sure. um, and then yeah just a whole a page for all the other people I wanted to pray for and over time I would sort of pray for a few a day but over time you sort of get through them all and and, and, um, and is, is you're a techie mm. so you like text I know you like tech solutions to things is prayer mate just putting your book online <laughs> well I mean in some ways yes I mean not online necessarily I mean, no but, but on uh, your device yeah um, so all these things merge together yeah, 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 for me yeah. you know you know what I'm like yeah <laughs> but um, uh, I I quite like a physical thing in some ways so I, I did enjoy it but what I found was that over time the people who I prayed for less regularly I, I got an, an A5 piece of paper with their name at the top and all these visions of over time filling in like exactly what to pray yeah, for day yeah, by day yeah um and like a year later every page was still blank i didn't have, okay i didn't have like a single detail of what to pray because um i mean partly just didn't know what to write in it okay and okay. um all things change so regularly i didn't want to spoil this piece of content sure. if i filled okay. this piece of paper, spoil your paper. <laughs> uh, yeah. was, was that easier then for, for people who you were praying for every day yeah is that more straightforward I actually found, in some ways, they're the hardest people to pray for. Okay, well, you can have to explain day. that, because I would have thought that you were praying for someone every day. There's kind of, you're, you're building a familiarity in prayer mm. with their lives and their mm. their kind of needs and and struggles. Does, yeah. that, does that not help at one level? Yeah, I think, I mean, in some ways, yes, of course, it helps. And if you're seeing someone every day, there is a sense in which you know what's on their heart at the moment, yeah. what they're yeah. facing, and that's easy enough. But... But in other ways, you know, when you've been praying for the same person day in, day out for, you know, a few months, a year, mm-hmm. 10 years, 40 years, you know, like 
it does, I think it does get hard to it's easy to get stuck in a rut and yeah just okay praying the same or just thing. to make your prayers very generic yeah so yeah. I um will perhaps turn to this in just a moment but I, I've tried to pray through our membership list mm. as part of my personal praying at church and um, prayers can become very generic can't they Lord bless this mm. person Lord bless that person um, the way the way I found around that is I I always do my praying after reading my Bible reading mm. and try and pray in the Bible reading for individuals, which sometimes feels a bit of a leap because I've, I've been applying it to myself in my Bible reading. And I think this doesn't necessarily apply to other people, but I try and apply my Bible reading to people just to give the prayer some content. Otherwise, you're right. Mm. I think the prayer becomes a bit routine, samey, yeah. loses its mm. vigor, loses its excitement, I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's not that you don't want to be praying. Like, I, I, I'm really, really want to be the kind of person like my parents who prays for my kids every day um but uh, yeah I, I find it it frustrates me that i end up just praying the same kind of i don't know yeah god bless my kids and yeah sure help them to yeah. Know you. now just help us out here because you spend a lot of time thinking about how to help people pray um one of the things that as uh, this is a podcast for leaders on the whole and um, a lot of leaders will be listening to it but we're set apart you know often paid to spend time in the word and to pray that kind of act six way um that it's not right we should neglect the ministry of the word and prayer um, and yet many leaders find it difficult to pray why generally is prayer such a struggle do you think for christians i think at one level surely it has to be that we actually don't really believe that we so it's a heart pray. issue yeah. which is useful when we come to talk on uh, about solutions because mm. a lot of the solutions we put in place are tech solutions or old-fashioned tech an a5 and a yeah. notebook doesn't get filled but actually it's, it is a heart issue isn't it yeah, definitely i think you know it's ultimately self-reliance isn't it we well or yeah we we think it's down to us so um and sometimes that that we can do things and we so we're, it's all about the action and the yeah, things. Yeah. Sometimes we, we just feel helpless. We know we can't do anything about the situation, and we just sort of. But ultimately, we're kind of relying on ourselves and not relying on God. Mm. And that, that's certainly the case for me. I think that I, I don't pray first and foremost because I just, I, I don't sort of. My instinct. We don't really take, believe we need God's help. Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And do you think? I, I mean, there's different kinds of prayer as well, aren't there? And I and I wonder if that that's true about self-reliance i wonder also if um our prayers lack praise mm. um you know we don't stop to pause and thank god for things mm. because actually we spend a lot of time thinking about what we don't have mm. rather than what we do yeah. Yeah. again it's a heart issue isn't it it comes back to our hearts and whether our hearts are right how, how do we how do we think clearly about our hearts in that sort of context how, how do we help our hearts what, what have you found helpful in terms of asking God to work on your heart what, what what has made a difference to you I've got some ideas I want to hear, your, you? I want to hear, I want to hear yours first yeah I, I've heard people recommend before like before you kind of crack on with your kind of intercessory prayers or whatever just to take a moment just to stop and to remind ourselves who we're praying to so that kind of preparing yeah, thank you. to pray yeah. Yeah. which I guess you know the Lord's Prayer gives us a pattern of action yeah. it starts yeah. with our Father um and uh, you know, we sort of tried to mirror that a little bit in prayer. Mate, you can get sort of prompts for praising God. Or yeah, so I've so um, again, we're not trying to do a promo for prayer, mate. But my first card in prayer, mate, is um, what are you thanking God for yesterday? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that happened yesterday, and I found that a really helpful discipline that I need just hmm. to pause and say, 
what you know what has gone well yesterday that you want to thank God for how's he helped you have you known more of him so I think that's right yeah. and likewise I think as you said earlier like I, I also find it helpful to pray off the back of Bible reading and stuff like that so mm. that you, you have these truths about God in your heart that you're sort of using to fuel your prayers rather than just um, yeah, praying into a, into a sort of vacuum I suppose so I, I go through different seasons of prayer I think it's fair to say in all different ways so one of the seasons would be find it easier and then find it really hard which i guess is there's a spiritual thing going on there i think i, I have other seasons where i i want it to be really structured and mm. i need structure i need to think who am i praying for today um and actually if i don't use structure i neglect certain people or certain topics i forget to praise god for for good things so i i find there are times when i really need structure which is when i really like prayer mate but there are other times when i just want to say lord here i am mm. i'm going to pray for whatever comes into my head mm. <laughs> um which feels i feel a little, i always feel a little bit guilty at that point because <laughs> i think um you know surely you should have a prayer list it's very godly to have a prayer list isn't it mm. and i think we can beat ourselves up a little bit about that because although the bible encourages us to pray it doesn't tell us how to do that other than in the general terms of not the general terms and they're very specific but then the lord's prayer gives us mm. patterns and, and things like that but it doesn't say this is the way to do it yeah, yeah. you've got to have this list you've got to have this much time during the day you've got to do it at the beginning of the day the end of there's, there's a remarkable lack of mm. di um, direction really in the bible for this is how you must pray isn't there yeah yeah definitely i suppose it's very different from something like islam where you've got your five times a day that's right yeah that's a helpful contrast yeah. direction you have yeah. to face and things like that and you, different seasons of life affect you so you've got reasonably young children mm. um so you remember this perhaps better than i because my children are a bit older but actually seasons of life change when you have time available mm. and i wonder sometimes as, as christians generally perhaps as leaders too that we beat ourselves up about you know there's a certain routine and pattern that you must have mm. so it seems to me i, I want to start the day praying and reading god's word mm. but it doesn't necessarily need to be when the bulk of my praying is no. um, you know if i haven't spent an hour in prayer at the beginning of the day and I, I want to shove my praying however long it is it's not an hour sorry i don't want to give the wrong impression <laughs> if i want to shove my praying further down the day that's there's nothing wrong with that is there no i do think so i i, I think in my experience what really helps is just having some kind of for me anyway a routine of like when like working out when am i actually going to pray and yeah and yeah you know it doesn't have to be first thing in the morning at all but having for me anyway having a regular slot just helps me to make it actually happen i for me certainly I'll be honest, in the season I'm in, I find it much easier to pray with my wife, Elise. Okay. Um, like, I've, yeah, since having young kids, it's been much harder to sort of... So is that just finding the time or is that about accountability or what's going on there? Yeah, I think it's it's a bit of both of those things. Um, sometimes I, like, I pray, there is a kind of routine where I, I will pray while I'm emptying the dishwasher uh, in the morning because I'm doing that pretty much every day. With your eyes closed? <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> I don't think Jesus said when you pray, shut your eyes. I side, think that's you? right. I think that's right. Yeah. But, um, it's just helpful. So sorry, we're not. We don't. We don't want to denigrate, do we? A kind of, um, you know, a, a, a really core devotional life, which I guess when I was twelve and first converted, nineteen eighties, was kind of really drummed into me. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But we mustn't let that become the thing. It's it's a means to an end, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's a means to knowing God expressing your dependence upon him a relationship of love with him yeah. and, and actually if prayer is just a a, a thing in and of itself mm. and not a means to mm. 
blossoming and deepening and developing that relationship we've kind of lost the point of what it's for haven't we yeah yeah and i guess as we said earlier about having that sort of sense of who god is that but i mean i suppose prayer should be this sort of awesome thing where you're you know you're approaching the creator of the yeah universe that's right that's right I, have to, I do have to sometimes have that conversation with my kids because they 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 i mean they really enjoy sort of their daily prayers we'd, we'd pray with them last thing at night before they go to bed but they also do really enjoy just saying exactly the same words every single day okay. and we sometimes <laughs> have to sort of interesting remind them to, you know just slow down like who what are you actually doing um so yeah it's it's a, it's a balance but i I, I think it's better that I do pray while sending the dishwasher than that I yeah, don't pray yes, at all. Yes, yeah, that's it? really helpful. And just just touching on parenting, so some people listening in will be parents, not all. But that's really helpful as well because I think we, especially as leaders, we're very conscious that we want our children to look good. We might not express it like that, but essentially we're thinking, <laughs> um, I hope they follow Christ. I hope they you know, turn into really godly believers. Mm. And um, won't people think I'm a great parent if that happens? And there's all kinds of wrong with that <laughs> for a start. But actually taking the time not just to drum into them routines, but to say, why are we doing this? Mm. We're reading the Bible. Why are we reading the Bible? Mm. Um, those sorts of questions. That, that seems to me to be really important. That's, that's a really good kind of strategy to have, isn't it? Mm. Do, they, do they respond well to that? <laughs> um not necessarily no but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but they I, yeah i think um yeah i i guess i wish you know my parents have been were so good at praying for me and I, but i don't i don't necessarily know if i kind of picked up yeah as i say i don't think i had my own kind of the why of of it yeah, yeah that's and, interesting helpful um so yeah, I guess we're really keen for that for our own mm. kids. What, uh, what about accountability? How does that feature in prayer life? Because mm. actually, you you praying with with Lee, that's a that's a kind of accountability. You're, mm. You know, you're prompting one another, holding one another to account. Um, Celia and I do that. We pray for one another, and sometimes um, we pray together at the end of the day. I just want to close my eyes and go to sleep. <laughs> and um, it's good for saying no. Let's spend some time praying. That's a good thing to do, and vice versa. I said, I know. Let's be honest. Never happens vice versa. She's much more. She seems to be much more godly than I am, or just much less tired, perhaps. Um, but there is a there is a place for holding one another accountable in this, isn't there? As in lots of parts of Christian life. Yeah, definitely. And you know, even actually, there's a way in which even actually praying more specific prayers provides a level of accountability because if someone says, like in our small group WhatsApp chat or something, they'll say please can you pray this that and the other and a week later they might say thank you so much everyone for praying mm. and like that, that i know that's going to be really i'm going to be really guilty and convicted <laughs> if i <laughs> haven't prayed yeah, so yeah. like in a way by by not just praying the generic please bless this person but actually specifically pray for that situation yeah that's interesting it, yeah that actually um that really helps me because I, then i get to ask them a week later like how did that thing go or yeah. what's the situation yeah. with your parents it's interesting isn't it? i mean at that point really if you're in a, if you're operating in a really healthy small group you should be able to say to that person i'm, I'm quite convicted because when you sent that message around i didn't actually pray and i'm really sorry mm. but thank you for reminding me about the answer prayer and isn't god good yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be a really good thing to say yeah, i'm not sure i've got the nerve to say that quite <laughs> but that would be a really good thing to say anyway that's slightly by the by um I mean, for, um, for leaders, um, it can be a lonely place, I think, being a leader of a church. Um, you, you're obviously working in tech world. Um, you, you know, you've got a great pastor in the church. Um, but we do need to be we do need to be helping leaders, don't we? Sorry, I'm speaking. I'm, I'm just talking to myself now. You just stand. You just sit there while oh, I talk uh, to myself. I'm and, um, 
there, there is something about the loneliness of leadership i think um that means and, and just the weight of leadership which means that there are always temptations ironically to prayerlessness because you feel that actually there's too there's always too much to do and there's not enough time in a day first of all secondly um will anybody ever really ask me about this who really knows um and the lord you know the lord is gracious and helpful i've just got to get on with stuff or i'm just finding it too difficult to pray for people who perhaps seem again you know all kinds of reasons why prayerlessness creeps in so how how do you think leaders can help one another stay fresh in prayer what are some of the things that you, you kind of you know I'm not holding up as a prayer expert, but you are thinking about this a lot because you're thinking about how the app works. So, so how can how can leaders who are listening in to the podcast help one another pray well? What are some of the things we could be doing? Mm, that's an excellent question. I've suddenly I've sprung that on you. We yeah. weren't prepared for that, but <laughs> I'm hoping you might have some insights. Yeah, I guess it's something to chat to one another about when you see each other, isn't it? I mean, I I know it, like. Often it might just be once a year at a conference or something that you meet up with your buddies who are also in ministry. But right. I think have, I know a lot of people like to have those kind of routines that when they do meet that person, they have their little kind of... So it's not just about how's, how's church going. Mm. It's actually about how are you going as a, as a Christian. Mm. Yeah, Bef- before operating as a leader, you know, how's your reading? Mm. There's, there's, um, there's a pastor I meet up with every now and again um, who the minute I walk through the door, he always asks me, um, what are you reading at the moment? Um, he, and he's quite—he's got a bigger brain than me, so I always make sure that I've, the week before I've read something, <laughs> slightly stretching, so I can say, "Well, it's interesting. Funny you should mention that. I've been reading this, which is a completely—you um, uh, know—I've just revealed my heart there, haven't I? Completely revealed my heart. But actually, I, I need him to ask, um, you know, how, how's prayer life going at the moment? Mm, yeah, how are you praying? And what's going on? And that, that sort of accountability is really important, isn't it? Mm, I think. Definitely. And um, you said you had a little triplet at. Um, at at uni do you mm. still meet up with them or do you still keep, do you have a, a tri- little trip or something like that I that mean, you meet in I mean to my shame I actually don't even remember the name of one of the people in that prayer okay. trip but, well but we it, have different it, seasons it, of life it, we do, don't worry. But it was so yeah. crucial yeah. to me getting started as a Christian it's funny that um, well and the, that's, that's fine isn't it because the Lord does bring people into our lives for a season mm. some people for longer and we bless him for, for all those kind of relationships and some come to an end for whatever reason some carry on yeah, but I am in a, a new prayer trip with folks in my church. Okay. Uh, so a couple of guys from my small group, um, we meet sort of once a month. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's hard, it is hard to sort of get beyond the kind of superficial, like, you know, pray for, I have a restful holiday next week. Yeah, pray know. the children will be all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, and that only comes with time, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I think one of the things we, we do in our um, leadership teams is we meet to pray once a month, just to pray. One of the things that we found helpful was that our elders' meetings just prayer got squeezed out. There's always so much business, so we said let's have two different kinds of elders' meetings. Let's have a business meeting. Let's have a prayer meeting. Mm. And in the prayer meeting, we just pray, and we just pray through the membership list. We pray for each other, and we spend half an hour doing that. That's four of us at the moment. So we have, we have a little bit of time. You know, we get to know one another. We try and be honest with one another, which takes time. It takes time to build trust. So we, we pray for one another. We pray for five men, five women, five kids, hmm. or something like that pattern. And that, that's been really refreshing. But it, you, you, we are basically holding one another accountable by saying, look, we're going to put this date in the diary. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there's always another piece of church business to deal with. So you do need to carve out time, I think, in that sense. Hmm. And we used to do that, didn't we? When we worked together, we used to have those weekly kind of prayer 
uh, it seems a long time ago i can't quite remember <laughs> but yeah it's, um, it's, I, I do remember at the time um you left me andy gears um to go and work on premate yeah well i don't know if that's strictly true no actually. is it not okay i know oh, you didn't you did. went no you didn't you went to work at a, a startup I've, yeah i went for a food delivery startup um, but like, you but premate was in your head i'd already launched it at that point that's right um sorry forgive me for I, getting that wrong yeah no i remember yeah. writing on my cv for that job application like i've written this app and it's had a thousand downloads and i thought you know this is, this is the biggest number how many downloads has it had now Oh, I've lost track because I don't, I don't so obsessively check it anymore. But it is over half a million now. Okay, so. okay. And what's it, what's it trying to do? Well, I think ultimately it's trying to help people like me, like you, to pray, really. And it, I, I kind of, it's sort of practically helping me to actually pray. So you can set your reminders or whatever. Just right. To, Right. I, and actually these days your phone is even it automatically spots where you've used this app at the same time so many days in a row it comes up would you like would you like this app yes which is yep. genius because yes you know, it's also it, convicting it when you see what apps are suggested for <laughs> yeah, you that's yeah. True. Yeah. Um, but then it can also suggest who to pray for I'm guessing so. BBC Sport app is not on your most end so that's, that's a bit well unfair, it probably it? is now because my son keeps okay, borrowing yeah, my yeah, phone yeah, to yeah, check yeah, the Arsenal yeah. scores um, come on Arsenal sorry <laughs> little topical reference there he, um, yeah it helps you me know who to pray for so it suggests like here's there's hundreds of people I could pray for but here's five and you know I often think like you mentioned earlier oh I'm just going to pray for whatever comes into my head today um, and I think I don't need prayer mate you know I'm just going to pray but then when I do open it it suggests all these people I would never have thought to yeah. pray for yeah. and I'm like wow and it, they're always people I'm so like delighted to pray for sure now, just to be clear a notebook works as well yes it's true. there are all it's kinds true. of ways of organizing yourself <laughs> yeah. and no and no way of organizing yourself yeah, uh, yeah, prayer yeah, is wonderful yeah. isn't it in that sense maybe we need to um we're just setting up a theology team maybe we need to spend a bit more time thinking about the theology of prayer and that'd be a really yeah, yeah. exciting thing to do uh, we, we, we've got six or seven minutes left let's talk about helping churches get praying mm. i think that um uh, many church leaders will struggle with this they'll lament the 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 poor attendance at a church meeting mm. they'll be in churches sometimes where there aren't even a whole church prayer meeting mm. which i personally i think isn't quite the thing we think it is that the aim is to get the church praying mm. um actually to get people physically together in one place can be a bit of a battle we want to get the church praying but even then it feels like a battle yeah how how, how can church leaders help churches be praying churches mm. what can they be doing yeah, I mean, it's such an important question, isn't it? I wonder if one thing is just to, to get it on the agenda and maybe in every sermon, like, you, we could have, if you've got like a bulletin sheet with some questions, here are some prompts for prayer from today's sermon. Okay, so or, you're, like, it's not just that your application is read the Bible more, pray more, give more. Yeah. It's kind of the traditional yeah, yeah. evangelical applications. But you're actually saying, here are some things you could be praying for as a result. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah i guess uh yeah both, both praying for each other in like I, I think we've tried to work at, at our church the whole team in leadership tried to be really proactive in creating this culture of make sure you could keep space to pray in the, in the schedule like, okay and how how's so, they how are they doing so, that so they partly they, they they've told us all they're going to do this and they always interrupt us like 10 minutes before the end of the study saying if you haven't already now or not even yeah i don't know whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes okay whatever, but okay you know, but it's, it's an intentional time. yeah interruption essentially to make yeah. sure that we we'll do it um and, and you know i think it's taken a few years 
but it you know, I, f- I feel like that has really caught on you know people know because it's so he's tempting is that you're running out of time and it's just prayer is often the thing that gets squeezed out yeah at the end. and that's helpful because because prayer is private at one stage at one level and um h- how can you see that your leaders really believe in prayer well you know you don't see what happens in the study and what happens in their homes so in one sense it's hidden but in another sense if they're talking about it if they're encouraging you to think about prayer if they're actually doing some of the application work for you that i can see that that really could make a difference in just creating the right atmosphere in church yeah yeah but, yeah i mean there's also days of fantastic books so you know recommending have if you've got a, I don't know, a church away day or something having a recommendations here's a book that's going to encourage you in your prayer life anything that sort of keeps prayer on the agenda and yeah, says this yeah. is something we uh, little series on prayer yeah yeah so i i having read the call to spiritual reformation by by the donster um i preached a sermon series called paul's big prayers mm. um which is i i found um i'm not sure if anybody else found it helpful i found, I found <laughs> it very helpful because i what i found that did is it recalibrated my prayers because mm. actually i realized that all my praying was basically in one line of the Lord's Prayer. Give mm. us today our daily bread. Mm. And all the other stuff, your kingdom come, let your will be done, and forgiveness, that, that was kind of getting lost mm. in the give us today our daily bread, where prayer just becomes that, you know, Lord, give me what I need yeah, for yeah. the next day. And actually Paul's prayers in his letters, they're extraordinary. They don't, they don't let you off the hook in that way, mm. do they? There's this great line in, in, in his book about answered prayer because when you do just pray for daily bread, it's easy to sort of it's a checklist thing and you like oh, that one's been answered, so I can stop praying it now. Whereas if you're praying those bigger picture things about God's glory and he, he talks about how you know actually answered prayer is an invitation to lean in and and pray for that thing all the more. Like Paul right, says, I right. never stop giving thanks for for you for your faith or whatever. And so I pray f- for your faith to you know abound more and more. Yeah. So. yeah. Fantastic. And it's worth saying, uh, we'd, we'll do a little promo for Prayermate. It's worth saying within Prayermate, there's some functionality for groups to pray, isn't there? There is. Yeah. And actually to, to help you pray for mission partners as well. Yeah, Tell definitely. us, because I think there are probably two areas where we battle a little bit. Tell us very mm. quickly about those. Yeah. So um, you can create a group. Either you can register as a church and then but you pay a small fee as a church, but then uh, the groups within your church can pray for free. So you basically set up a, it's like a shared list. Yeah. And yeah everyone yeah. records their prayer requests and it syncs. So if I recorded my little prayer request on there and you're in the same group as me, yeah, then that's, on that's on, thing. that's on your prayer list already. Yeah, exactly. Great. Okay. Um, and then we were filling in your notebook for you. Exactly. I mean, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? And then uh, we have something called Prayer Mate Send, which is basically if you already send, if you're a missionary or a church leader and you're already sending a kind of monthly prayer email or a, probably more realistically a six monthly prayer email, you can basically get this extra little email address you add to your distribution list and then it automatically updates the prayer feed that goes to all your supporters in prayer mate okay some people will be listening to this and be completely lost that's fine but if, you, <laughs> if you're a techie church that might well work for you and especially if you're a larger church thinking how can we communicate with everybody that might be a really good way of, of making things work so there are there are notebooks available there there are lots of different ways to pray i'm, I'm really grateful for prayer mate as being one of those things that's helped me um, maybe maybe it won't help other people um, as much i don't know maybe it will but it, we, we need to find these things don't we and just rejoice that there are actually things that will help us um, as means to this end of spending time with the Lord, yeah. listening to his voice in his word and responding to him in prayer and, and praise, depending upon him. I mean, prayer is, as I, even as I'm describing it, I'm coming out in goosebumps. It's a great privilege, isn't it? Mm, that really we can is. come to the living creator God and spend time with him. Mm. Isn't that extraordinary? 
Andy, thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. Um, this has been Independence. If you've enjoyed listening, please do rate us and review us. And we look forward to catching up with you soon.